This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a large portion of federal websites are facing accessibility challenges. The IRS may have an upcoming IT workforce problem on the horizon. And OPM makes it a little easier to bring back employees who have left federal service. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Nearly a third of the most popular federal websites failed an accessibility test for their home pages. A new report from the Information Technology and Innovation Foundation says IRS, Census, and DOD were among the sites with lowest scores. Section 508 requires agencies to follow web accessibility standards, but ITIF says reports on agency compliance have not been made public in over eight years. ITIF recommends that Congress, the White House, and the General Services Administration work together to expand accessibility resources. More House Democrats are calling on the Justice Department to allow immigration judges at the agency the right to unionize. 36 members of the House Labor Caucus urged Attorney General Merrick Garland to recognize the National Association of Immigration Judges. The Federal Labor Relations Authority decertified the union last November following a petition from former Attorney General Bill Barr. House Democrats say DOJ should rescind Barr's petition before the FLRA. They say failing to do so runs counter to the Biden administration's previous directives on collective bargaining. The State Department is gearing up for a hiring surge under the Biden administration's budget plan. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The State Department would add 500 new foreign and civil service positions if it gets the $58.5 billion outlined in the administration's budget request. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the staffing increase would be the largest of its kind in a decade. Blinken says the budget would also build up the department's staffing focused on emerging technology and climate. We have significant vacancies to fill, and we also have to have uh, new positions in order to deal with many of the challenges that have already been alluded to. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The IRS is facing a shortage of expert-level employees with IT skills. The Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration says more than 600 of these highly skilled employees out of over 7,000 are eligible for retirement in the next three years. Auditors suggest the IRS Chief Information Officer track skills gap, perform more interviews, and use a retention incentive program. In all, 50% of all IRS IT workers are eligible to retire by 2024. The Office of Personnel Management will soon allow agencies to rehire former federal employees at higher grade levels than when they left government service. OPM finalized new regulations today. Agencies could previously rehire former employees at the same grade level they had when they left government. Now agencies can hire at higher grade levels if employees return to federal service with more training and higher qualifications. OPM says the new policy will help agencies fill vacancies and especially difficult to fill occupations. The new regulations go into effect next month. Army Futures Command is looking for soldiers and civilians to join its Emerging Technology Opportunities Program. The application window runs until July. The command's Army Software Factory will take on 25 soldiers and 5 civilians, and the Artificial Intelligence Integration Center will bring in 20 personnel. Those selected will build soldier-led software capabilities to improve the force and prepare the Army for AI weapons. 
Members of the armed services and civilians will have a little longer before they need to renew their ID cards. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. The Pentagon's giving Defense Department personnel and beneficiaries a little longer to renew their credentials. Uniformed Services ID cards that expired between January 2020 and the end of July 2021 will be good for all National Guard and Reserve Service members and their dependents until the end of October. Retirees and their dependents will have until the end of January 2022 to renew their IDs. Foreign affiliates will not have as much time, though. They will need to get new cards by the end of August. DOD is extending the process due to COVID-19. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Pentagon will continue its policy banning LGBTQ plus flags on installations during Pride Month this year. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby says after careful review, the department will maintain its policy disallowing unofficial flags. The policy started last year when the Defense Department banned Confederate flags on bases. DOD policy only allows POW slash MIA flags, U.S. flags, state flags, military unit flags and flags of allied countries. The National Archives and Records Administration estimates it will take 18 to 24 months to resolve a backlog of record requests from veterans and the public. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. NARA's National Personnel Records Center has roughly 500,000 pending records requests that have built up during the pandemic. The Records Center says the backlog is stabilized now. It's working with the Department of Veterans Affairs to digitize paper military records. It's also asked the Pentagon to send in resources and personnel to help but it hasn't heard back yet. Veterans need these records to access many VA benefits. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The Veterans Affairs Department makes a huge award to modernize its data network. Federal News Network's Jason Miller brings us the details. In one of the largest awards under GSA's Enterprise Infrastructure Solutions, or EIS, program, VA chooses AT&T to modernize its data network. The task order is worth $725 million over 12 years. Through this award, VA will implement modern network architectures, including managed network services that are highly secure, scalable, and resilient. This is AT&T's second EIS award from VA. It won a $58 million task order for co-locating services in 2020. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. And federal contractors are confident that their federal revenue will continue to increase in 2021. The 12th annual State of Federal Contractor Survey from Deltec finds more than a third of all respondents said revenue increased in 2020 as compared to 2019. Despite that increased revenue, contractors said their profitability was at its lowest at 6% on average since 2015. Part of the reason for the decrease in profitability is 57% of the respondents say the cost to comply with federal acquisition regulations has increased. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.